Welcome back to the second episode of Broken Beers. It is a podcast. Welcome back. This is Peter and Michael on Broken Beers. Welcome back. Hey <laughs> what guys. up, guys? What's up? <laughs> Wait, Peter, how are you doing? How am I doing? Yeah. How are you doing? I'm good, dude. That is awesome. Dude, this week was just kind of crazy. Got a lot of stuff coming up this this weekend. Yep. But I uh, looked at a house today. Going to be moving out soon. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Um, awesome. Yeah, super excited. That is awesome. Yeah, dude, my day was pretty crazy. Uh, I feel like I got a lot done today. Yep. Um, Which is kind of crazy because sushi. I woke up. Oh, yeah. We went to a seminar today at a church. Oh, yeah. We learned about how to teach the Bible, which was bussing. It and was bussing. And then we had sushi. And then after sushi, we watched She-Hulk. Guys, She-Hulk nice. is a horrible TV show. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Dang. <laughs> Sorry. Just straight fire. I took Just, a nap while they watched She-Hulk. <laughs> I don't know what kind of agenda Marvel is trying to push right now, but it is just stupid. Garbage. And then... um. <laughs> After that, I made some kombucha. Oh yeah, how did that go? Oh, uh, it actually went really good. I got a little snip taste, snippet, snippet. Snip taste. I got a little sample <laughs> taste of what it's going to taste like, and it's going to be good. We did a peach jalapeno, so it's going to be super sweet, but then it's also going to be a little spicy. Kind of like this podcast, you know? It's Ooh. a little sweet, but a little spicy. How you doing? Okay. All right, so Welcome last back. last last time on the show, we did a song called "Into the Unknown." <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot what it was called. I forgot what it was called. So, like last time, we can't play the song for you guys to listen to. So we're gonna perform it instead, oh, boys. Well, well, oh wait, what? Okay. If you guys don't already know what we're doing for a podcast, we pretty much take secular music and find the gospel or God communicating through us through these these secular songs. And so we've been kind of in this theme of Frozen, and it has been awesome. Anyways, so last time we did Into the Unknown, and this week we're at it again with another Frozen song. Um, this is the song, When I Am Older. This is the song that Olaf sings. You know, Olaf is just trying to understand the times he's in, you know? You know what I'm saying? How you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out when, how this song goes. Ooh. One day when I'm old and wise, I'll link back and realize that these were all complete. Okay. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Okay, let's go. Give me a little intro. Give me a little intro. Uh. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Samantha? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, hit it, hit it. This will all make sense when I am older. Someday I will see that this big sense. One day when I'm old and wise, I'll think back and realize that these were all completely normal events. <laughs> nice. 
I'll have all the answers when I'm older Like why we're in this dark enchanted wood I know in a couple years These will seem like childish fears And so I know it isn't bad, it's good Excuse me <laughs> Growing up means adapting Puzzling at the world in your place when I'm more mature, I feel totally <laughs> secure Being watched by something with a creepy, creepy face <laughs> That's the part oh, yeah, where it's like, ah! ready? See, that will all make sense when I am older So there's no need to be terrified or tense I'll just dream about a time when I'm in my age of prime. Cause when you're older, absolutely everything makes sense. This is fine. Guys, nice. <laughs> that actually was pretty good for that, we did uh, we did okay. I need, I need some more. Dude, there. these chords <laughs> these chords are so much not as fun to play as the last time. But that's okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the context of the song, what's going on in the movie. Peter, take it away. Let's see. They're getting they're all separated right at this point. Yep. And Olaf is them. trying to basically bye bye. Yeah, Olaf is basically trying to find his way towards uh, Elsa and Anna, and so he's just walking through the creepy woods, and basically all these things are happening around him that are scary and unpredictable and not fine. Obviously, he's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's terrified. Um, nice. But but ever since the beginning of the movie, like in, from like seasons, that it's it's all about been growing up for Olaf. Olaf is about like, oh, you know, maybe I am growing up, like. Oh, like Anna and, and um, what's his name? Kristoff. Kristoff are like growing up and growing into love and all that. He's like, man, maybe I'm growing up too. So, so when he gets to this part, he doesn't like run and run in fear and hide. I mean, he does a little bit, but he's just like, you know what? This will all make sense when I am older. So that, that is what I'm going to hang on to. And I'm not going to like try to piece this together right now. Mm-hmm. And it's yep. obviously a super cute song. I mean, it's Olaf, so of course it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Josh, wait, what's the guy's name that voices Olaf? Uh, I look it up. Just look it up on... Josh Gad. Yeah. Josh Gad does such a good job playing Olaf in this character. But the character of Olaf, in, I, I think at this point of the, the movie, is, you know, he's starting to, like you said, understand that, like, oh... People go through things for a reason, and everything mm-hmm. is happening for a reason. And it's just like, huh, I don't understand this reason, but it'll make sense in a while. Yeah, and I think part of it is like, I think there's part of it that's like a joke and part of it that's real. I think yeah. like the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, that's so funny. Like, that is that is like what they say, like what your parents like, oh, this will all make sense when you're older, you know. It's like it's like that joke. And then I think the other part of it, which is what we're trying to dig into tonight, is that there is a reality to it that it will make sense. Definitely. When when we are older. 
Yeah, I think it's it's like one of those fun things that Disney likes to throw out there where it's like fun <laughs> and light for the kids to enjoy and to sing along with the snowman. But then oh, yeah. also when adults hear it, they're just like, oh, this, <laughs> th- this is kind of deep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, maybe. I, and I think that's why, you know, Frozen does so well in the movie theaters and with the music and everything because it's so catchy and fun for the kids to sing along. But also as adults, we start to listen to these lyrics and then we're like, Oh, wait, I relate to that. I relate to a Disney movie. What? What? That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the song is pretty much talking about how everything will make sense when I'm older. Oh, um, this kind of honestly reminded me of the story in the Bible. Uh, Joseph, the Joseph, the whole Joseph story. Um, and we really can't read that whole story because it's over like several chapters. Oh, yes, the undertone. Oh, how are you doing? <laughs> so honestly, we have we have a little bit of time right now where we can kind of explain the Joseph story. But, um, yeah, let's talk about the Joseph story, Peter, and then we can kind of talk about how this song goes with the Joseph story. Do you want to tell the first half of the story? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, bussin'. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> do you, you want to talk about the first half of the Joseph story? Yeah, sure. So basically, go for it. The first half is Joseph is the youngest of twelve, or second youngest yes. of twelve. Yes, he's the, young, he's the youngest of eleven. Oh, it's the youngest of eleven. I was like, wait, isn't <laughs> wait, am I wrong? I'm, I feel like I'm wrong. Okay, yeah. So he's the youngest of eleven, um, and he basically has a dream. He basically has a dream one night. And, um, it's, it's these, it's 11. What is it? 11. So he's out in the field <laughs> working with his brothers. Thanks. And so they're, they're all ga- uh, gathering up bundles of hay mm-hmm. of the harvest and everything. And then all of a sudden, all of his, the, is the 10 brothers, all of their hay bales bow down to Joseph's bale pretty much. And so... He then goes to his brothers and he's just like, guys, guys, check out my dream. Dude, last night, it was, <laughs> it was crazy, man. <laughs> we were out in the field working and everything and stuff. And like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. The, bales, the bale of hay was like all rising up and stuff. It like all of your hay fell down to my hay. And it was awesome. So I guess that means. That, that you guys will worship me one day. That you guys are going to worship me one day. You guys are going to bow down to me. And his brothers are like, mm, okay. <laughs> so, um, Joseph was also his father's favorite. You know, he got the coat of many colors, the infamous coat of many colors. And so one day they're out working in the field and pretty much, and then all of his brothers get together and conspire against him. And all of them really hate Joseph at this point because they're, it's like, Okay, just imagine like Calvin coming to us and saying he's going to be the president of the United States one day. <laughs> Wait a minute. And they were all like jealous. They were like, what the poop? No. But How do you know? Right? Yeah. That is crazy. I got the dream. <laughs> no, but like, it's kind of like that almost. But Calvin's our youngest so, brother. 
All of his brothers hate Joseph <laughs> at this point because they're like, "What? Well, who do you think you are? You're already the favorite son. Yeah, you already, already have all the, the the drip from the father. Yep. You yep. have all the love from the father. Yep. You don't have to work like us in the field. Yep. Like yep. The, your father babies you. I think at one point it's like your son. They call him. They call they call him your son to their father. Like, yeah, your son." Doing had these dreams, whatever. So they're getting really bitter. Definitely. Um, and they decide one day that they had enough of this and that they were going to kill him. And they were going to go. Yep. They were going to kill him. And at the last minute uh, before their plan hatches, uh, their brother Reuben comes in and be like, Wait a minute. Why wait, don't guys. we why don't we sell him off to slavery? No, wait, he comes Oh no. No, it's not like that. He's like <laughs> wait, 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 guys, 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 stop, 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 stop. Let's beat him up, pretend like he's dead, and throw him in the well. Because at that point Ruben was gonna come back and like save him and like get yeah, him out of everything. And bring him back to his father. So they pretty much do that, but in the process of them doing that, a slave trade person from yeah, Egypt was coming high. around and they're like, Oh, wait, even better. They sell him into slavery, man. <laughs> and so then they sold Joseph into slavery, and then yeah. they took the sleeves of his coat, dipped it in lamb's blood, and then showed their father and said, your, your son, son Joseph, has died from wild animals. And so he said, he cried. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. It's very sad. He, I know it's he sad. He cried. He cried a lot. His favorite song, Go Bye Bye. Yeah. Okay, what happens next? So he gets off into... Um, he gets sold to Egypt under Potiphar. And instead of um, really being woe is me and like shouting out after God and being like, why have you done this? You've promised me this dream. However, like here I am. This mm-hmm. sucks, you know? This will all make sense when I <laughs> No, he basically <laughs> like, <laughs> like says, you know, okay, I'm just going to work and do my best. And he does. And he ends up being like number two in Potiphar's household. Yeah, so this guy's a big deal in Egypt. So big. Potiphar's a big deal. It also said that Joseph was very good looking. Oh, very nice. He was very nice. And so Potiphar's wife saw... Oh, I just burped. I am so sorry. So (laughs) Potiphar's wife saw that Joseph was very attractive and that he was very nice. And so she tried to get Joseph to sleep with her. And he ran and fled from temptation, as all good godly men of God should do. Amen. Uh, amen. <laughs> and then uh, eventually, um, this keeps happening probably for months on end. And then she has enough. And then she like snags, tries to pull him. Like, and he runs. Him. But like she gets a piece of his clothes. And then she... His outer and, cloak, I thought. And, and, yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> it was a piece <laughs> of clothing. <laughs> and then pretty much after that... Potiphar was Potiphar's wife was just like so fed up. He was like, "I'm just gonna play rape victim," and then says that Joseph raped her. But spoiler alert: Joseph did not. And so Joseph then gets thrown into prison. Ooh, prison man! Um, and that's where he hits rock bottom. Wow! Yeah. Uh, prison again, rock bottom again. Wow! Hmm. But this will all make sense when I am older. Dude, honestly, Joseph <laughs> needed this uplifting Olaf song, bro. Like, could you imagine just Joseph hanging out inside the prison for the two years that he was there? He just heard Olaf. <laughs> this will oh, all make sense when I am older. <laughs> Someday I will see that this makes sense. Anyways, so what happens is 
there's two guys in the prison who have a dream. One is the cup, Pharaoh's cupbearer, and one is uh, the Pharaoh's baker. This is why it's ten chapters. I know <laughs> it's kind of. I always forget how long the story. Anyways, they both have dreams. Joseph interprets the dream. Joseph tells the cupbearer that he's going to go back to the palace, and then also Joseph interprets the bed, uh, the bread maker, and says that he's going to die. And so, what Joseph says comes to pass. And so the the cupbearer is like, "Wow, I remember you, to Pharaoh." And then Joseph's like, "Great." I'm pretty sure Joseph said, "Remember me." When yeah, you get to the, yeah, he does. When you get to Pharaoh's palace, and then, he doesn't. He and uh, as soon as he gets there, you know. He's busting. He's lit. You know, he has to drink the cup before Pharaoh does. So you already know he's getting a little tipsy. Um, but two years passes by and he's... he's Two more years of Joseph being in prison. Joseph's in prison, but he actually becomes the head of all the prisoners, which is pretty cool. Like the jailers trust him so much. Yeah. He's a trustworthy guy. What can you say? What can you say? Anyways, so Pharaoh has a dream. He has two dreams. Um, and if you want to know what those dreams are, go read it in the Bible. But pretty much the cupbearer was just like, wait, hold up. I know a guy who can interpret dreams, man. He's in my prison, man. And then he goes and gets him. And then uh, Joseph comes and the Pharaoh's like, you can interpret my dreams. And then Joseph's like, I actually can't, but God can. And then Joseph oh. and the Pharaoh was just like, oh, okay. Anyways, so I've been having this dream, blah, blah, blah. He tells him the dreams. Joseph says, oh, yeah, there's seven years of famine coming, but there's going to be seven years of plentiful. <laughs> so, like, so you probably goes down, and he starts yeah. getting in second. He's, like, second in command and all that fun jazz. And so, uh, yeah. And so the famine happens, and then his brothers come from Hebrew land and come into Egypt, <laughs> and then they ask for food, and then he pretty, so long. And then all the brothers just bow down to Joseph, and so full circle. There's the full circle. There's but that, that's the dream coming true. I guess where this song from Frozen kind of it why it made me think of Joseph is not because of anything that happened through Joseph's life. Well, actually, everything that happened through Joseph's life. All the lows that Joseph went through, like he was still faithful, and I, I can only just assume that he, his relationship with God was so close that he just understood that this will all make sense when I'm older, because God had shown him that his brothers would bow down and worship him. So he had that to hold on to the promise, plus the guy was just a faithful guy to God. So it's just like sometimes when we go through trials in our lives, we just have to trust God and know what he's doing. And it's not guaranteed all the time that it'll make sense when we're older and when time has passed. But most times we can look back on our lives and say, wow, that was God right there in this moment. That moment when I was hitting rock bottom, when I was in that dark and creepy wood, when I thought I was all by myself, God was right there with me working in my life. Um, so now I will share a little personal story of that kind of happening so you got time yeah yeah yeah. so pretty much um when i was a freshman in college i went in and i had enough money to pay for my first semester pretty much what happens is i get a job at qdoba on campus and then i pay for my first semester of college and i'm thinking this whole time while i'm working that i'm going to have enough money to pay for the next semester but then next semester comes around and then I start getting the bills and everything. And I was just like, whoa, this is like three times as much as I'm making right now. 
So then the person I was dating at the time was just like, oh, you should just get loans and sign up for Sally Mae and make an account and then it'll be fine because then you can just pay $100 a month and everything. And so I was just like, oh, well, that's an easy fix to my problem. So I make an account and I apply for loans. And since I didn't have credit, I needed a cosigner. Mm. So I went to the only person who I knew would probably cosign, and that was my dad. And so I texted him about it. And then I sent him like the, the, the page where he just needed a cosign. And then the rest of my college would have been taken care of. And I had to pay a low like monthly bill of a hundred dollars. However, something that happened did not make any sense to me. And I was really frustrated and confused, but my dad pretty much said, shout out to my dad for doing this actually. Cause it taught me so much, but my dad said, sorry, kid. He didn't tell me kid. He's like, Sorry, bud. I don't co-sign on loans. And I was just like, but why? Like, dad, I'm going to have to drop out of college because I don't have money or anything to go, like, finish out schooling and stuff. And I was, like, really freaking out. And then the person I was dating at the time was also really freaking out. So that didn't really help. But my dad was really encouraging. He was just like, well, try to get another job or find a way where you can start working 40 hours a week. And so I was just like, oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. Like, whatever. So anyways, what I do next is I start talking to people and I under, and I figured out that there are some students that are working 40 hours a week at my job. And I'm like, how? And it's under a different mm. payroll. So I eventually transfer over to full time. And then I'm working like 40 hours a week as a freshman in college. Well, I know, right? It's kind of crazy when I think about it now, but like it's already done. So whatever. <laughs> um, Hustle it. So, like, even though my dad wouldn't co-sign on the loans and I didn't get loans, my dad still helped me out financially to finish off the rest of the payment because, like, for the rest of that year, I almost I was, like, 200 to $300 short of that month's payment. So, pretty much, he just lent me his personal money and then I paid him back, like, the, the next week and stuff. But mm-hmm. when I was, like, in this, I wasn't even thinking, oh, this will make sense when I'm older. Like... I was just like, my dad wants me to suffer. Mm. And this is awful. My dad doesn't care about me. My dad doesn't care about me. He And like, I'm going to have to come home from college. And then, yeah. So I was like totally okay with coming home from college. But my dad did care about me. Mm. So sometimes God will put you through a life in a, like a season in your life where you don't, where you think that he doesn't care about you. But again, I, I've mentioned this before. The Christian life isn't an easy life. It's a relational life. And so you'll go through you go through seasons where stuff doesn't make sense. But usually it makes sense when you're older. So we'll fast forward. Sophomore year comes around. I'm totally fine with like my payment and everything, but I had this goal of getting a car and a camera so I can progress my photography and videography skills and hopefully yeah, your become a leader asked you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are your goals? And you're like, I want to get a car and a new this, camera. This and I said, I want to do it all by next summer. And this is the beginning of sophomore year. And he's like, wow, that's awesome. Like, good for you. I was like, yeah, it is good for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I keep working. I'm paying for school because I'm working 40 hours. And so, like, I'm making enough to make it through. So at this point, I'm like, well, I'm glad I'm working 40 hours because now I don't have to, like, borrow money from my dad. But, like, at this point in time, all of my money was just being dumped and poured into school. And so that was kind of a big bummer because I was like, 
how am I going to start saving up for a car or a camera? I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. But uh, that was 2019. No, that was 2020. So that was then the year that COVID hit. And so sophomore year, COVID hits. Luckily, I have enough money to finish out my payments for the rest of the semester. Rest of the semester. And so I come home and everything. And so my brother, my brother Peter, you actually apply for unemployment benefits because like you qualified. Yeah. Because so I got furloughed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 2020. Well, I did too. So, but I didn't know I could apply for unemployment benefits until I applied. And because this is the cool thing, because that I had been working full time as a student, like actually like 40 hours a week full time, I qualified for unemployment benefits, which then gave me enough money to buy a car and a camera and everything. Wow. And like looking at it like now, like going through those struggles and everything, it makes so much sense. Yeah. What God was doing because I wouldn't have been able to get the social media job that I had for two years. I wouldn't be able to like, right. Cause you went on the camera, go these places and well, I wouldn't or have a car. the car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it really camera does help though. It really like got me wow. moving and got me on my feet, but like it all makes sense now the way it happened, happened. Yeah. And I don't think that's coincidence. I think that's God. And so I was just like, wow. That is awesome. And there are countless other stories in my life where looking back on it, the way things that happened, I was like, that makes so much sense. It does make sense when you're older. Cause then you see, you see God's faithfulness truly like in your life. And it's like, whoa, that is awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So I guess, I guess like what I'm trying to say is this song is actually an encouraging song because even though Olaf in the moment is going through some hard times and really dark secret or not secret, but like dark times in the movie and stuff, Mm, scary times, like continue to trust in God who has you. Yeah. You know? And like when things get rough, literally just run, run to the father. (laughs) He's going to take care of you. And then once you're out of that season, you'll be able to look on the past season. You'll be like, Oh, that makes so much sense. Why I had to go through those hard times. Because if I hadn't, I don't know if I'd be this close to God or this close to anything. Mm. And yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, I feel like that's what this song, yeah, like what you're saying is kind of points to. It points to us remembering and, you know, he's, you know, he's only talking about the, the, the future, right? In this song, right? He's mm-hmm. like, when I am old and wise, da, 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 yeah. Da, 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 da. When he's talking, he's like, "Growing up means adapting." Yeah, that can be taken wrong, but like how I see that is like adapt to the word of God and adapt to God's ways and God's will. Well, it should be like growing up means remembering. Yeah, I think that's like something I would change. Is like, right? I feel like we go through these hard seasons, we go through these moments, and. And yeah, it gets scary and gets hard and frustrating, mm-hmm. like all those things that your story was about. Mm-hmm. And the really, it's like, God, I feel like, you know, smiles on us. And it's like, don't you remember? Don't you remember last year? Don't you remember two years ago? Don't you remember five yeah. years ago? And in the where Bible, you were? Yeah. Like, don't you remember how I brought you through that moment? Don't mm-hmm. you remember that I took care of all your needs in that moment. And that's why in the old Testament in Joshua and judges and everything, God says, I am the God of your fathers, the God of Isaac, Jacob. no, the God of Jacob, the God of Isaac, the God of Abraham. 
Why does he say that constantly all the time? Because he's reminding them that he's been faithful with the fathers back then, and he's going to be faithful now he's with you too. To be faithful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, yeah, I love the lyrics where it's like growing up means adapting, like adapt to the word of God and adapt to God's will in your life. Puzzling at your world in your place, yes. Sometimes God's plans and God's world can be confusing, but we still got to adapt to it. And then when I'm more mature, I'll feel totally secure. The reason why you will feel totally secure is because in that time and that season is going to grow you in your faith yeah. when you're clinging on to God. And you'll, be, in your faith. you'll have a deeper, more mature faith mm. being. So, yeah, you'll be mm. way more secure once your security is in Christ. So, like, if you're going through a hard time and a hard season in your life, cling to the word of God. Cling to your relationship with God. And really start to trust him. And I know it's like easier said than done, but also feel free to share what's going on in your life and why it's so hard because we're not meant to do life alone. Yeah. We're meant to do life together. I think that, again, that's part of that, like remembering too, right? But part of that remembering is actually testimony. Absolutely. So it's like as you as you share your testimony, you hear other people's stories, like Michael's story tonight. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't know that full story. That's really cool. Yeah, it's pretty blessing. I enjoyed that. And it's like as you as you share your testimonies with each other, it's like you you get to be in a point where it's like, wow, God can do that for you. Mm-hmm. Like God pulled you through that situation. Yep. Even though that was hard and rough and difficult, but in the end, He actually took care of your needs in the long run, not the short run. Yeah. It's like I know, like God is in it for the end game. Like it's amazing. Yeah. Like, He's in it for the long haul. The long haul. Yeah. So it's like as you share share your testimony, um, I believe like. Testimony in Hebrew actually like literally translates to like remembering, like the to remember, yeah, or or like to remember and then like um, do over or like do it again, like God will do it again. Mm-hmm. So it's like so the testimony is literally you sharing that what God is doing in me, He can mm-hmm. do in you. You yep. can do it again. So it's like just it's it's again it's faithfulness. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. And we are I forget the verse. Um, and they have conquered him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. For they love not their lives, even unto death. Yeah, that's good. So we conquer through the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. So by our Savior and by remembering what mm-hmm. he's done. So guys, if you really enjoyed this podcast or it kind of resonated, with anything that you might be going through in your life or just resonated with you in general. That is awesome. We have done our mission. So if you have any like comments, questions, or concerns, please drop them down in the chat. If you guys want us to see us do a specific song that you have on your mind, also let us know. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please rate us. Give us your honest opinions. Give us a nice little review. Uh, this is our, like our second official episode, so we're still trying to like figure out the flow of certain things. Yeah. But <laughs> anyways, guys, I hope you guys have a fantastic week. Woo. Do you have anything else to say? I don't think so. Alrighty. All right. We are leaving. So we'll see you all next time. Shalom. <laughs> there it is.